hey what's good welcome to the entrusted podcast a podcast dedicated to highlighting your everyday christ follower that is either in their college years and or young adult years and how they're living out the good news of jesus christ in their unique life experiences my name is young and i'm your host in this episode i had the privilege of talking to daniel sim a rising senior at michigan state university home of the spartans and we get into talking about the upcoming fall semester beginning in the middle of a global pandemic how he's been feeling about that along with talking about finding community in the midst of the pandemic and how jesus christ and praying has helped him during these past several months it was a great conversation with a pretty weird ending so be sure to listen through it all all right hope you enjoy Dan? Oh, hello. Thanks for being on the podcast. So I would love to just get um, our listeners uh, some more information about you. Um, And so if you can just start us off by um, just sharing what you're currently doing, whether you're working, if you're a student, uh, what major, uh, if you are a student, what major you're studying, um, which church or campus ministry that you attend, and what you're most passionate about in life. Yeah, so Young said already, my name is Daniel Sim, and I'm a rising senior uh, at uh, Michigan State University. I'm currently studying Applied Engineering Sciences, and I have a concentration in Supply Chain Management as well. Um, in terms of working, I'm also working part-time at Jackson, which is an insurance company around the Lansing area. Um, yeah, in terms of church, I attend Riverview best church <laughs> plug in <laughs> i mostly attend the msc venue so if you are attending riv uh you'll see me at the msc venue mostly i'm also part of a uh, campus ministry called generation christians fellowship um part of their leadership team i've been part of their leadership team for a couple years now um mostly doing like their worship leading worship and uh yes. things like that uh most passionate uh things i do in life ah that's a good question i think currently i'm mostly passionate about music right now it's a very Mm -hmm. exciting season for me i think always wanted to jump into it and uh i just recently bought like a bunch of like recording stuff like mics headphones and like oh it was so cool so currently Mm -hmm. i'm like learning acoustic guitar uh brushing up on my singing and like um learning ableton which is like a recording software so wow that's that's legit and you have a background in music, right? Uh, kind not actually not really not really a like a professional background. It's more of like I just started mm. uh, in high school for like worship team, mm. and I've been doing it ever since. So it's been a, it's been a good ride so far. Well, thanks again for um, being on the podcast and being willing to join. Um, really, really excited to just jump into um, our. Our conversation today because at, at, at the time of this recording it's Saturday um, August 15th and um, that means school at Michigan State University is starting up in a couple of weeks here um, and it's, so it's right around the corner the way I always kind of tell people is that once we hit like August we're in the red zone like 
it's not two weeks out, but it's four weeks out. We're in the red zone uh, with when school is starting and just everybody's getting, you know, all their, you know, uh, I don't know, school supplies, stuff to move in and getting ready for classes to start. Um, and being two weeks out, there was recently some news about even like the Big Ten conference, sports conference with with the football season, um, you know, putting a delay on when the football season would start. So it's not this fall, but they're hoping to push it to the spring, which is pretty, uh, pretty wild. Um, but, you know, Dan, you and I, we've talked pretty extensively about this in the past, but uh, in the times of coronavirus, um, there's so much change that happens, you know, uh, within a week's time. I'd love to just hear from you now, like how you've been feeling recently about the school you're starting. Um, what do you expect to be different this year? As you mentioned, you're a rising senior. Um, so as you enter your senior year, what do you expect to be different? Um, and yeah, how do you feel like with the school you're starting? Yeah, so like you said, I, there was just weekly emails from Michigan State, just like different updates, different things that are changing. And man, was it just so, so weird to just read these emails and seeing your fall semester change and, mm. and just ex not expecting the same thing, the usual fall semester. So I'm not going to lie. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of scary. There's a lot of like mm. fear into the, like, the fall semester because you can't expect the same things. You can't expect to dive into the same communities because we don't even know if like the clubs will still be the same mm. or your, even mm. like your classes to be the same. So Honestly, I'm a bit, I'm a bit scared <laughs> um, just because there's a lot of, yeah, uncertainty that, that comes with the fall and um, we just can't expect the same old fall semester as mm. coming from a returning student. So with the fear is that like, cause I would think that like when people talk about fear, at least in this season of life, it's more so along the lines of like, oh, I'm afraid of getting COVID. Like, they were even like what, like maybe a few months, a few weeks ago, um, a couple of cases that were found in uh, one of the dorm halls on campus and students aren't even like entirely back. Um, so is that fear that you're feeling more so like, like, is that fear that you're feeling more so with getting COVID or is it just not just walking into an unknown, you know, next, you know, uh, semester of school? Um, yeah, that's that's a great question. I think I think it goes both ways. I think in terms of health and safety, that's a, it's a big concern. And um, even yeah, returning to campus, it's social distancing. It's mm -hmm. um, even they released something about like self quarantining if you were uh, from a state that's highly um, right. The school can't mandate like they can't force students to quarantine for two weeks prior to arriving they can only trust you know it would do you know is there like certain protocol that they have to follow is it just like honor system i just know that they send us an email with this map and if you're part of like one of the states that were like highly infected by the coronavirus mm -hmm. then yeah i guess you have to just trust the student to self-quarantine for 14 days while they're in their dorm or their apartment on campus so yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of trust there. It, it's it's really on us. It's really on the students mm. to really be active on reading these emails and really just being a community where we can just be safe 
and still thrive in our education as well. Mm. But it's hard. It's it's hard to um, oversee all these students, and right. it's hard to manage <laughs> hundreds of students flooding into campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, even most, even though most are going to be online. But yeah, I, I just find that so interesting. With um, how are you going to, you know, moderate? Because so so correct me if I'm wrong. Is it two weeks of quarantining prior to arriving to MSU or if they're coming in from these different states? I think if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong here, but I think it's when they arrive, they have to self-quarantine for 14 days. That's wild. So, okay. Just with all that in mind, with all that being said, here is, here's the hot take. All right, Dan, this is Dan Sims hot take. Do you think it's a wise decision for universities to open up for some in-person classes. We talked about this every week. I still don't know, but I think coming close to the school year, I have a good take on, like, we've always said the same thing every week where it's like, one thing goes wrong, everything goes wrong kind of thing. Mm. Can, you, can, you, can you elaborate on that a little bit? What do you, what do you mean by that? So there was, a, there was a time where we had a conversation two months ago, and there I think it was like Harper's Bar. Yeah, people weren't wearing masks, I think. And that to me is already concerning because like once one case goes out, then, you know, like the usual pandemic where one to like exponential growth of like many students mm-hmm. can get infected. So I'm, I'm always on the side of the saying, if one thing goes wrong, then everything goes wrong, especially with this coronavirus. So mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. moment, I stand with the decision that it, I don't think it is smart to open up in-person classes. I know mm-hmm. I've read articles on like why we should and like takes on like, is it right? Is it wrong? Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't think we'll uh-huh. ever reach a decision where sure. there is a right or wrong answer, or like what's better for students or not but i think right now we gotta play it safe we gotta we gotta Mm. put the students health in priority and i think that's what's important right now especially with um like cases aren't improving around the u.s so um yeah i think it's not smart (laughs) for you as an engineering student how how does like the like with, with with classes being in person if your labs weren't in person, like, <laughs> like how does all that work? Because there are some students that have labs. Um, there's some students, um, you know, like pottery class, or you, you can't do that online. You need all the tools and the equipment. Um, you know, do you think that there was ever a workaround for that or just not possible? Recently, I think MSU has done a good job, at least maybe the professors who have control over this, but um, most of the labs that I know, at least for engineering, have been moved to online, which has been good, or they can opt into a online option. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been really good in terms of like uh, deciding on which one you feel more, most comfortable with. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like how MSU has been adapting uh, I'm, I don't mean to bash on MSU to saying they did a bad job of opening the university, but I mean, they did what they had to do. And I think they're doing a good job when it comes to like classes mm-hmm. and cleaning. And I know they're having protocol on like even the seating and like, um, distancing right. there. Um, it's just the concern about just 
on campus when you're even walking through the halls or like even on the sidewalk there's just mm -hmm. many things that can be spreading during that time so right. um there's right. just a lot of again risk uncertainty and i'm gonna say uncertainty a lot because we just don't yeah. know a it's, lot of the things that are happening man it's it's yeah. it's a concerning thing and we should all be concerned really because it's mm -hmm. not a thing that we should just be nonchalant about you know yeah i think that's uh uncertainty is a very I think uncertainty is a very, um, it's a good word. It's a good word to use be, uh, to describe this, you know, the past few months. So talking about the, the word uncertainty, um, you know, I've also heard other people, you know, talk about feeling anxious or nervous for the upcoming school year for, you know, just a whole slew of reasons. Um, but for you, Dan, how has... <clears throat> How has your identity in the Lord guided you during this season, um, especially as you prepare for the school year, as you prepare to, you know, work through any feelings of uncertainty jumping into the school year? Yeah, I think it's been a very interesting season in terms of my faith walk. And I think as a Christ follower, it's, it's so vital during the season to pray. And I think we've maybe talked about that maybe two weeks ago. Or, um, I think the Lord is calling us to really pray, especially with all the things happening in the world, not just Corona, but um, I think time is no longer an excuse to not spend time with the Lord. Hmm. I think um, even this summer, the Lord has stripped a lot of my usual summer activities away and put me on a, just a working schedule and, there's really no excuse to not spend time with him. And I think mm -hmm. I was really humbled to really draw near to him, not in a convicting kind of way or a obligation that I need to be with him, but a very comfortable invitation from the Lord saying, come back to me. There is a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of things in this world that may be discouraging, whether it be emotional, financial stress, mm -hmm. physical stress. Um, it, it's so hard right now. And a lot of people, including myself, it's been a difficult season. But I think now is a time to draw near to him. I think the Lord's calling us to having an intimate relationship with him. And I think that's it. I think I love the simple answer of drawing near to mm -hmm. the Lord. And that's it. Wow. So, so that, that has really helped guide you throughout, um, you know, as, as this, this school semester is about to start. Yeah. I think it's, it be, it's because like it produces peace, especially with yeah. all the things and all the emails and the news feeds, Instagram feed, just feeding you all of these things about Corona and everything it's so overwhelming sometimes and i actually took a mm -hmm. break from instagram all my social media just to just to clear yeah, my mind yeah. for a couple months and that helped me a lot in terms of just finding the lord and just sitting with him during the season knowing that there's a god in control of all of this man blows your mind of how much peace that can reside through your every single day so mm. yeah it's been good that's good that's good so with the upcoming school year and like you mentioned just not you know community is going to be very different community is just going to look different um for you dan just how how does 
community look like for you right now? What does community look like for you as a student going into the school year? Um, what have been some areas that you've been kind of thinking of like, oh, this is a space that I can plug into community. I know you're part of, um, you know, part of the MSU venue and then you also lead at uh, GCF or Generations Christian Fellowship. Um, have you been able to find community in different spaces and where are you looking to for this? Yeah, I think year? first off saying like, I miss meeting people in person. That's like one thing as a student I like yeah. miss. And yeah. I'm not going to lie, I was really like prideful at the beginning of COVID. I was like, ah, finally I get to just not see people for a little bit <laughs> and yeah. just like work on myself, you know? Yeah, like I said, I was on that grind mode, you know, mm. gotta get that grind on, work on myself. but. I realized throughout the summer, I was like, I'm kind of lonely, <laughs> you know, and all jokes aside, like it, it was just hard to engage in the community. You know, you can't be, you know, going to church in person. You can't be having your usual like summer small groups. If you're part of like a, you know, Christian fellowship or a church, you know, all that stripped away and all that's really left is <clears throat> very select, like in-person meetings, maybe, um, or at the at the mo like at the least um, virtual um, small groups or like virtual meetups. Um, so over the summer, I've been engaging with a lot of like um, actually one on one meetings with a lot of people. I know that's not mm -hmm. necessarily like community, but um, just getting to talk with people that I haven't gotten to talk to in a long time, and that's actually brought a lot of like sociability um, mm -hmm. and getting that like social fix for me at least because. Um, I think throughout the year that I've been so busy, it's been hard to like actually engage people and like actually get to know them, how they're doing. Um, so it's been really good in terms of that. In terms of the fall, man, that's when a lot of, again, uncertainty falls. And I think um, right now, at least for a lot of the um, clubs on campus, um, it's gonna be virtual. And mm -hmm. I say that because they put out a, like a mandate where you can't, there's a limit of 10 people for right. indoor settings and, yeah. a, and 104 outdoor. And that's like the Michigan. Yeah, that's the executive order in Michigan here. Yeah. So even enough, like most clubs meet indoor and if it's already 10 people, I can already see many people um, or club leaders like resorting to online and virtual. Um, so a lot of the things, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depends on you look at it, will be online for people. And that's what it it'll, it seems to look like as of right yeah. now. Are you hearing from other students that you know of in terms of just the difficulty of getting plugged into community or finding community? Are they are people worried about that? Yeah, I, I think uh, with the people I've gotten to speak to, it's been hard to engage in mm -hmm. communities throughout the, the summer. Like I said, a lot of majority of people like the human face-to-face -face interaction. Right. And with COVID, that disables a lot of the you know in-person um, yeah. events and meetups so yeah it's been it's been everyone's on the same playing field where um everyone wants in person but are still engaging in virtual mm -hmm. um communities so yeah it's just tough for everyone <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just everyone will say oh it's not the same you know as much yeah. as i love like meeting up on zoom or meeting up on google hangouts it's like ah, I wish I can just be there with you guys, you know? And it's like a huge desire, at least for right now, coming into the school year, you know? No, yeah, I think, I think community is gonna be a very interesting place for um, 
the local church and campus ministries to really um, hunker down on and to equip their people on how to invite people um, that are usually not part of the ministry or the church um, and to really practice hospitality. Um, I think hospitality is, is one of those gifts that um, will really come in handy during this season because so many people are going to be wanting to find you know, community and just trying to figure out how do you do community and a hospitable community virtually um, and then how do you also do community where you meet in person but you're social distancing and wearing masks and then on top of that how do you still be hospitable during that and I think that's just really going to be a very interesting skill set interesting interesting muscle for a lot of people to begin working out and flexing and <laughs> you know just trying to get you know just in practice so i think it's it's cool because i think we'll see a lot of different strategies new things that we haven't seen before and i think yeah. that's exciting alone i think as much as we can frown upon zoom meetings every week i think I think we'll reach a point where we're, we're really creative in the way yeah. that we engage our communities. And I think that's cool. I think that's, yeah. I think as much as COVID is sucks and it's yeah. bad and, but it really brings out this creative uh, mind for leaders to really, yeah, like you said, like flex out these different strategies. And I think there's a hope because we just, even if we expect a lower turnout with virtual meetings and stuff I, I don't think we don't know what the turnout will be again that's not about the numbers but i think um maybe in these new creative and innovative ways i think we'll we'll find new ways to engage people and bring people to christ i think that's that's the bottom line here yeah yeah i heard i heard people use the word innovative you got to be innovating and be a bit original and creative during the season um and this is not just for i don't think for churches either Oh, only churches. I mean, um, I think it applies for any organization that wants to try and, you know, reach new people. You just got to think outside the box. You got to think creatively. And, um, and you, again, you also have to equip your people on how to do that outreach and to bring people in, um, which is something we're trying to do with the uh, MSU venue um, actually this week. So you mentioned this early on um, in, our, in our talk here, but you're a rising senior, you're entering um, your, you know, hopefully your final year of school. Um, and I say hopefully, not because I think you're gonna <laughs> not do well. <laughs> no, not because of that, but just because I know there are some students that, that are rising seniors or that were about to graduate last year, but because of COVID, they had to uh, elongate and extend their, you know, school um, academic career. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, graduating in a year um, and even like a future career. Um, how has COVID made you feel about the job market that's currently available and what are some things that you've been hearing about um, the job market, either in general or with, with your um, area of, uh, of study? Coming as a senior, there's a lot of things to know about the job market, <clears throat> especially um, 
like signing up for all these internships and even thinking about a full time soon, at least for me. Um, yeah, I, I think in general, because of COVID, uh, the job market has been really hard. And mm. obviously, many people have been hearing about layoffs and mm. um, internships getting canceled, uh, full times getting canceled for students. And it's really tough to hear. And I think if you're part of the LinkedIn community, um, there's just many posts about people just lost my job. Can anyone help me out? And it's honestly been really hopeful seeing like many people um, helping each other out, saying like, hey, I have this friend here. He just recently got laid off. Um, could could you help him out? And I've seen many stories where people have been um, getting jobs because of that. So it's been really good to see. It's the job market right now is, is tough. It's it's mm -hmm. hard. Uh, mm -hmm. I think a advice I would give to anyone in college right now, especially with this time where we can, there's a bit more free time allotted for us during COVID, depending on your schedule, is really pick up skills, um, mm -hmm. like hard mm -hmm and soft skills i think both you can learn during this season uh over the summer i've been part of uh some online courses with uh data science and data management and that's mm. been helping me build up my resume so so uh, yeah i would encourage everyone to try uh and look up google certifications that's recently being um uh, brought by google um they're providing uh certifications for people um for a lot of um wanted jobs currently in the job market right now um, as well as Udemy that's a great place where you can buy really cheap courses to be certified in mm. uh, certain skills as well as um, Inside Sherpa that's what I've been using during the summer it's a free resource for college students to really dive in into specific skills with very top-notch companies so GE mm. I've gotten the chance to do um, intern level projects with them so it's been really a uh, really good experience but yeah, uh, to summarize, the job market is really hard and it's it's yeah. discouraging if you're hopping onto LinkedIn and Handshake, but really take the time to learn skills right now and just hoping that you can build your resume and kind of bounce back after COVID uh, ends or even just landing a virtual internship. That's, that's great too. So, yeah. Has the uncertain, we'll use that word, job market and potential job market for you know your generation for you right has that do you get the sense that that has stripped away like in potential like idol or a potential like you know false safety net for your generation of christ followers for your for even maybe even for you and and this is what i'm getting at um I think as Christ followers, we have, you know, certain places where we put our hope and our peace in. Um, and sometimes that can be our career. Sometimes that can be, you know, just the potential of, you know, making money and, you know, quote unquote, hitting the and pursuing the American dream. Um, how, how has all of this with the job market and with graduating, you know, within the next year, how how does all that play together with like you know your walk with the lord yeah i think uh, especially with um the tough job market out there it's very easy to start worrying extensively and mm -hmm. yeah like you said having it as an idol in your life and that was actually me the first month coming out of the summer i was like mm -hmm. all right now's the time to get my grind on learn all these skills <laughs> get my resume built um and do all these things job related but i've learned it's exhausting and it wasn't because i was doing all these things but 
it was really becoming such a a visible idol that I was just doing all these things to like bring up myself and like honestly feel better about myself in a way but I can assure you like you can go on this huge grind for a job but um, the question I have to ask myself and maybe to all you who are listening is like will that satisfy you (laughs) I think the intern getting the internship is great the first week in but it's like I don't know. I think at the end of the day, getting your dream job and getting that dream internship will only satisfy you enough (laughs) to the Mm. point of, you know, getting the American dream and earning triple figures. And I've just heard countless stories where people get their triple figure job and they're just not happy. They're just, Mm. they, they do this, the top notch companies and internships and they were the toughest periods of their life. Why? Because I feel like if you aren't actively seeking a balance between your faith uh, and your faith walk and your, and your job life and your career, then there's going to be an imbalance and you're going to start like the whole um, balance beam. You're going to, you're going to tip, you're going to fall over and you're, you're, it's going to be hard as it is. So I think there's a good balance. I think you can put God into your career, Mm -hmm. but also care enough for your career to really get it going, especially during this time. So Dan, as a rising senior um, and just as someone who has been at MSU for the past three years um, and this upcoming year being very different, drastically different than the last three, what are some suggestions or just maybe even just one suggestion that you would have for incoming freshmen in college, um, just generally speaking, and then how does COVID affect this one suggestion that you have oh that's a good question i think maybe i have two suggestions only because okay one's that's good another one's practical i I think i love practicality um so i think one get plugged in to a christ community Mm -hmm. i think that's like for me that's the one thing that saved my college career and made my college career so much better is was getting plugged into a christian fellowship getting plugged into a church and there's small groups and hmm. I can, I can kid you not like every freshman will have to go through the awkward phase of, you know, getting into the community and like engaging. And I, I know that's hard. Trust me. I think a lot of every student on MSU has struggled, you know, being a part of that community and, and getting plugged in. Hmm. Um, but once you get in there, not saying there is like a threshold that you need to hit. It's like one of the best things, especially hmm. in college you get to navigate your own faith with other people who are in the same age group as you. I think that's really cool. And you grow in, in, in numerous and unexpected ways in, in, a, in a great way. Uh, so yeah, get plugged in, you know, search for, um, look up all these churches, visit them, um, and just push yourself to say hi. <laughs> you know, I know that's so hard for me. I'm like the most shy guy you could possibly meet. I look extroverted on the outside, but I'm like really introverted. I am like so nervous when I talk um, to people, but yeah, say hi. Like they're not going to bite you. <laughs> I promise. But that would so, yeah, be weird if they did. Yes, that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, get plugged in. You won't regret it. Um, I know it's scary. I know it's hard, but you know, just, just go for it. And just be bold. <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, second, uh, this goes for like practicality. Um, 
learn how to time manage. I think that's like mm. one of the key things I've, I've seen myself grow over the years and what's helped me in a lot of different ways. And I think learning how to time manage early and in college just helps with your GPA. It helps with your classes, learning, studying. Um, and when you learn how to time manage, you can increase your bandwidth. And what I mean about that is doing more uh, during your week and not, not just being stuck studying all week or doing one thing during the week. Um, learning how to time manage is so key because I think when you learn how to time manage well early, you actually allot yourself a lot of free time during the day. And that's just like good time management skills. So um, the more free time you have, the more time you get to either relax and, and have some peace of mind during the day or hop onto some hobbies that you can try learning, get a plug mm -hmm. into a church and community, you know what I mean? Like small groups. Yeah. And, you know, that's just a, a little thing that I've realized that I wish I learned earlier, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So yeah, learn on a time manage. I don't know how to really explain how to do that but if you everyone has a different way of learning how to time manage that was right right so it really depends on how your schedule is what kind of person you are if you're schedule oriented if you're um goal based oriented for the week there's a lot of different ways you can go and a lot of different avenues so i would encourage you to try um yeah getting on that early as soon as possible so good so good all right dan um are you working on any personal projects? Any, any fun things? Just as, as to close this out, I'd love to hear, um, to just to have you share um, any personal projects you're working on, um, where we can find you on social media, and if you have any fun things in the works. Yeah, so currently I'm, I'm doing a series called Songs From Home, and it's, it's really not to make these glorified covers of these songs. It's more of releasing these videos, YouTube, Instagram videos to encourage people during difficult times. And that's like my vision statement for Songs From Home. It's encouraging people during difficult, uh, these difficult times. And um, that's like something I've been pretty passionate about and, and love just sharing with the community these songs and, you know, giving people hope during these times. I know it's, it, again, it's been, maybe a very discouraging time, very stressful time. So um, hopefully these songs, at least from my perspective, will give some hope and some joy in people's lives. And mm. I think that's what I'm, that's what matters yeah. in terms of that project. So that's awesome, man. Um, any place that we can find you on social media? Oh, yes. Uh, I believe it's DSIM on Instagram. Okay, Instagram handle. Give me, yeah. follow me, I'll follow you back. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean, you know, uh, but dsim2360, you can follow me on Instagram. I'd love if you just sing, even send me a DM. I'd love to talk if you do and, um, mm. and just share my life with you. I, I just love talking with people and knowing about their lives. So yeah, feel yeah. free to uh, just add me and we'll talk. And you just got the... You just got the open invite to slide into Danson's. Yes, slide into my DM <laughs> in a Christ-like way. Can oh I get my. an amen? <laughs> I think I think that's that's a clear sign to to wrap up this episode. Um, no, thank you, Dan, um, so much for for being on the podcast. I appreciate you and just the insight that you have, and um, just even sharing just how you've been feeling about 
jumping into this upcoming school year. So thanks, man. Yeah, just want to say thanks everyone for hopping on and continue to listen to these podcasts because there's so much, so many better people coming to speak <laughs> ahead of me. So you know, but oh, man. yeah, yeah, regardless, I'm 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 honored to be here and yeah, tune in for next week's yeah, episode. Next week, next Monday, we drop a new episode. Um, I drop a new episode every Monday, and really excited for just the other conversations I have. So thanks, Dan. Yep, no problem. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Entrusted Podcast. The Entrusted Podcast is produced and edited by me, Young Yi. Logo for the podcast is made by Eden Creation in Mind. Intro and outro audio is produced by SB. You can find links to both Eden Creation in Mind and SB's work in the show notes. New episodes of the Entrusted Podcast drop every Monday, so be sure to check back wherever you're listening to this now for a new episode next week. Peace.